Welcome to Vitality Made Simple. The following production is for educational and entertainment purposes only. If you need medical advice, call your doctor. Now, let's go to Vitality Made Simple. Welcome to Vitality Made Simple, where we take the stress out of being healthy. I'm your host, Dr. Debbie Osment, and I sincerely, very sincerely thank you for joining me. Now, what if I told you that there was one thing, only one thing that you needed to do in order to have a happy marriage? Or what if I said, oh, there's just one secret for raising healthy, happy children? Or, you know, just remember this and you're going to have a great career. Now, you wouldn't believe me, would you? But that's the kind of thing we do all the time when it comes to vitality, when it comes to health, when it comes to disease prevention or uh, treatment. So today I'm going to tell you a story about two dead guys that argued about this for years. There's an interesting twist to this whole story that I'll share at the very end of the podcast. So stay tuned. You know, it just feels so good to feel good. And this is information you're going to want. Now, in the mid-1800s, there were two French scientists that had a bitter feud. This feud continued for decades. You've probably heard of Louis Pasteur. He's the he gets the credit for the germ theory. He did lots of good things. He talked about the pasteurization of milk, which is named after him. He um, devised some vaccinations. He did lots that got him into the limelight. But maybe you haven't heard of his bitter rival named Antoine Bichamp. Now, Dr. Bichamp was an equally uh, intelligent and educated scientist. They were fellow members of the French Academy of Science, and but they had two very, very different views on the cause of disease. Now, think back, this is mid-1800s when they sort of thought disease was from bad air. We didn't know a lot yet about microorganisms, about germs, um, so they were trying to learn. Now, Dr. Pasteur believed that one microbe caused disease. Uh, In other words, you have a germ, you have a disease, be scared, be very, very scared. This germ can get you, and there's really nothing you can do about it. Now, that's sort of the basis of our mainstream medical model these days. Uh, The germ theory is what I was taught in dental school, and I think it's generally what's taught in most schools these days. Now, Dr. Prasham prescribed a very different theory. Um, his, His theory is called the terrain theory. Basically, he proposed that your environment, your internal milieu, he called it, uh, would determine whether that germ had any power, whether that germ could actually infect you and affect you. I mean, in other words, if you were well hydrated, well rested, well nourished, uh, your emotional state was good, then the germ had no power. It, you know, think about this, it really makes a lot of sense. You know, there are Everybody's going to get sick at different times. That's just how our bodies are designed. We have immune systems to handle things that come along. 
And you probably know somebody who catches everything. Hopefully, hopefully you're not one of those people that, you know, catches everything. You see it in families. Oh, it's going around. Um, or, you know, this came along and we caught it and then we caught it again and we caught it again. And you don't, you don't want to be in that category. Uh, then conversely, you know, people that recover quickly or that rarely get sick. Now, this is, this is basically the, what happened with Dr. Pester and Dr. Bichamp? This is what they were arguing about. Uh, Dr. Pester said that germs drive disease, and Dr. Bichamp said disease, same word, D I S hyphen E A S E, disease causes germs to take hold. They both agreed that there were germs, but Dr. Pasteur thought that they could affect everybody pretty equally and that a germ was a germ was a germ, whereas Dr. Bouchamp thought that um, dis-ease, your body being you know, out of ease, out of design, would cause the germs to have a lot more power. And he also believed that germs could kind of morph based on the environment they were in. And I think that makes a lot of sense. I, and I think they're both basically um, right. They both have good good theories. But think about how different, say, a, a plant can look depending on the soil it's in. I mean, it makes a lot of sense that germs can morph uh, depending on their environment. So Dr. Pasteur um, said that, you know, we have to kill germs. We have we have no control over these germs. We're highly susceptible to these germs, and we have to kill all the germs. Dr. Bisham wanted things clean, but he said, don't worry so much. I mean, let your kids play in the dirt. You know, microorganisms only become pathogenic based on the con- condition. Uh, so so that's the terrain theory. We have Dr. Pasteur with the germ theory and Dr. Bouchamp with the terrain theory. I love the terrain theory. It's some uh, control that we have. It's really lots of control, lots of power. You know, we, we can do things for our bodies that increase the conditions, increase our immunity that help uh, repel germs. A, a healthy body is basically a poor host to germs. Think of having a dinner party. You want to be a good host. And when you're a good host, people want to come over. If you're a poor host, people don't want to come over. So, so a healthy body is a poor host. And then the concept that microorganisms actually change, uh, their function based on the internal environment is very, very interesting to me. Back in episode 32, I did a podcast uh, called The Mother-in-Law Bacteria. Now, this is a bacteria called Fusobacterium nucleatum, and you might go back and listen to it, but basically... Uh, Fusobacterium is a commensal bacteria. A commensal bacteria is one that can be beneficial to the body or it can be uh, dangerous for the body. Very, very dangerous. It's found in colorectal tumors and uh, very consistently. So, so this really helps me understand Fusobacterium much more. Whenever the conditions of the body are unhealthy, uh, when people are not rested, hydrated, uh, well-nourished, healthy gut, then Fusobacterium overgrows. It's, isn't this so encouraging? I mean, we can 
fight disease. We can worry less about disease by creating health. Dr. Busham said the primary cause of disease is in us. I think that's a very hope-filled message and very, very encouraging. And, you know, it it speaks to uh, detoxification, good nutrition, emotional health. I mean, that includes things like gratitude and forgiving people. Uh, It includes hydration and includes exercise. You know, rather than being scared and with all the emphasis uh, placed on killing germs. Of course, if you go into surgery, you, you want things clean. You want a clean surgical suite. Uh, you absolutely are going to have times in your life when you need antibiotics. But thinking about this control of your inner environment is just thrilling to me. Uh, we want to optimize our train. Think of kind of a continuum, you know, two arrows going opposite directions. We do know there's germs. We do know there are dangerous germs. All germs are not created equal. We want a clean environment. Say that's one side of the continuum. And then on the far, you know, the other going the other direction is to optimize your internal environment. So that truth is somewhere in the middle. I mean, I think it's that's why integrative medicine is so exciting. That's my area of uh, my quest to learn more and more about because we want to integrate the best of, you know, the germ theory and the best of the train theory. Germs can actually prime the immune system in a positive way. You know, there's all kinds of studies that kids who are raised with dogs in the house have healthier immunity. Kids raised on farms have less asthma. They have less allergies. They have uh, fewer autoimmune diseases. It really makes sense. These microbes positively challenge the immune system to do what it's designed to do. In reading all of this, it reminded me of this uh, this patient family I had probably 25 years ago, and they had moved from India. And what they, a couple had moved from India. He was a physician. She was a scientist. They were super smart. I had no idea what they were talking about at the time, but they had their their babies here, and they quickly learned that they could not take their children back to India without their children getting super sick because things were so clean here here that their children's immune systems had not been primed against the village where they had each grown up. Very, very, very interesting. So, you know, we want one thing. It's very common to want one thing. It's very common in a marriage to say, okay, what's the one thing I have to do to be a good wife, a good husband? What's the, what's the one thing we have to do to raise uh, happy, healthy, successful kids? You know, what, at work, what's the one thing? But it's never one thing. But in medicine, it is typical to want that one thing. People even still say it to me as an integrative uh, dentist, they'll say, well, okay, what's what's the one thing I have to do? And I go, okay, I go into this. Well, it's not one thing. So, you know, although you may think that way, I want to help you change your way of thinking because that's the typical, uh, that's the normal way of thinking and it's not working to create health in our world. You know, we don't want to be normal here at Vitality Made Simple. Consider what normal is in our world. Normal is it is dehydrated, irritated, constipated, frustrated, overscheduled, overstimulated, undernourished, 
underrested, inflamed, and totally stressed out. The normal model is that you go to the doctor and you get a prescription to treat whatever the suspected problem is. And that can be the, the medical model, but you have a lot of control in your own life by thinking uh, about the your terrain, by thinking about, you know, what kind of movement you like to do to stay active, to think about getting enough anti-inflammatory food and high, you know, fiber food into your diet, to think about a positive mindset, to decrease your toxic load. I talked about that a, a few podcasts away. I like the acronym KILLS. You want to, you know, K-I-L-L-S, that's your kidneys, intestines, liver, lungs, and skin. So you want to uh, make sure you're drinking plenty of water to detox your kidneys. You want to be eating lots of good whole food, uh, plenty of fiber for your intestines so that you have a a good bowel movement every day. Uh, Your liver, you want to minimize environmental toxins. You want to maximize cruciferous vegetables, things that help you detox. Uh, Your lungs, you want to deep deep breathe. And of course that goes with the movement and getting your heart rate up and then skin, you want to sweat. It all goes together. It's all by design. And on top of that, you have to keep your mouth healthy. I, as I was going through my integrative medicine programs, I noticed they never talked about the mouth and the, the, microbiome of the mouth is super important for affecting the rest of the body. In fact, it, it, impacts negatively the rest of the body before it even impacts teeth. It's doing lots of inflammatory damage to your all your blood vessels, to your brain, to your, I mean, the whole body. You might watch my TED Talk. It's called The Forgotten Orifice. And I think The Forgotten Orifice totally explains why, you know, we look at all these, these uh, things that we need to do in terms of our terrain, but the mouth is often forgotten. So just look, go to uh, YouTube, uh, put in Debbie Osment, TEDx, and you're going to find the forgotten orifice. Now it is the forgotten orifice, not the missing orifice, not the lonely orifice, not the hidden orifice. Um, people have gotten that orifice all messed up. It's the mouth, the forgotten orifice. So anything, anyway, um, you know, we, we wanted we want to do what we can do for vitality. We we have to take responsibility for our own terrain. So I encourage you to remember there's just no silver bullet. As I mentioned earlier, there's quite a twist to this dead man story. Uh, Dr. Pasteur suffered a stroke in his 40s. He partially recovered, but then he died in his 70s. Now, Dr. Bouchamp let, lived into his 90s. But what's well documented, and we don't know the precise wording, but on Dr. Pasteur's deathbed, he said, the germ is nothing. The terrain is everything. I, I hope this gives you hope. It really does me. Uh, as you know, in episode five, I talked about a diagnosis that I got for chronic lymphocytic leukemia. I'm doing all kinds of cool things to help my body heal from that. And my body is healing from that. I got retested. My cancer cells were at 2% of monoclonal B cells. They're now at 03 
Needless to say, the physicians I'm working with are astounded and and very uh, interested in what in the heck are you doing, Debbie? But it's all about the train. You can do this too. You don't you don't ever know what you know what snake doesn't bite you. You never know what disease or ailment that you uh, don't get or that you don't have to be burdened with. Thank you for joining me today. Uh, for Vitality Made Simple. Uh, please, please share this uh, podcast. We're now in 51 countries and 527 cities. And it's all because of you, because I am not smart about mar- marketing. So I have to depend on you. Next week, I'm going to talk about how vinegar, simple vinegar can decrease your blood sugar. And decreasing your blood sugar is a key to having uh, lots of adventures in your life. Blessings until next time.